family, remember that success as a project manager is, is a continuous journey of learning, growing, and adapting to different situations. By incorporating these tips and tricks that we're going to discuss in this video into your professional development career will allow your, your opportunity, or I should say increase your opportunity for chances of having success in this particular role. So focus on these strategies that we discuss as we get ready to navigate into today's episode. I hope you enjoy it. It's been your boy ED. They said you couldn't do it. But what if I told you they were wrong? Don't underestimate your worth, believe in yourself like never before. And guess what? I'm gonna show you how today, here and now. Today's episode is entitled, Who Would I Have to Become to Achieve Success as a Project Manager? Again, who would I have to become to achieve success as a project manager? Do you mind if I share a story with you? I recently had to go back and recollect uh, a story that I remember reading and then I seen a, uh, a, a, a interview with Sir Richard Bronson. And the story is, and I'll make it quick for you family, is, is that Richard Bronson uh, was trying to get from Puerto Rico to the Virgin Islands and the American Airline uh, had bumped them, so bumped him. So what he ended up doing was going back to the, uh, to the back of the airport and hiring a, a plane and a, a pilot. Then he got a black chalkboard and he wrote one way $39. And he went around to people that also got bumped on the American airline, uh, also got a bumped on the American airline plane. That right there was his first experience as, as basically getting a, a, a plane in order to a particular destination. Why do I share that story with you? I share that story with you is because uh, a lot of times we don't have the self-belief, the self-discovery that we can actually become what we say we want to become without, and of course, here's the caveat family, because I want to be crystal clear. It is going to require something of you. It's going to require self-discipline. It's going to require commitment, not interest. It's going to require that maybe while you're working at, at day and at nighttime, you're studying for that thing. And if you're here today, I assume it's project management. I assume that you are sick and tired of the skill set that you have and you want them to grow. I assume well, we already know what assumption makes you. So I'll just do this. I know that you're here for this. And because you're here for this, you know I'm gonna go through an eight point framework. I hope I can deliver something here. One of these particular skill sets that are resonate with you. And also if you stay to the end, I got two bonuses for you to give you some more further context. Context. Let's get into the first point. First point is develop strong leadership skills. Okay. I know a lot of people say, well, you need to be a leader. And then you're like, okay, but what is a leader? Listen, a leader is just not about handing out tasks and saying as a project manager, oh, you just here, you're holding people accountable for the task. No, there's another piece to that. Actually, there's plenty pieces to that. One of the pieces that really, that gets me excited, that wakes me up in the morning when it comes to the leadership aspect of project management is being able to inspire and motivate. By inspiring and motivating, really you focus on, um, uh, working with your stakeholders. Here's a tip or I should say a little trick that I actually leverage. I like to meet with my stakeholders one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. 
well, why would I do that? I could instead of you know we have team meetings and we have these type of meetings. Well, the reason why I meet with the one-on-one family is because number one, it helps me build a personal connection with them. I get to understand more about you know about the nuances of them and kind of things that make them tick, things that get them excited. You can't do that a lot of times in more of a in a, a team environment because you'll have people that may be more talkative or will use these type of words, extroverted versus introverted. But when you're in that one-on-one setting, you can ask those probing questions to get to learn to build an actual rapport. So being able to have these one-on-ones with your stakeholders really gives you an opportunity to learn sort of how, how they think and what they're, what they're looking for. And what I ask of you, too, on top of that, allow them to do all the thinking for all my talkers out there. Okay, that's me. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm talking to myself. I apologize. But... For for all those people that, you know, already formulating the answer to a particular question uh, before they even hear the answer to their first question, get learn this process. This is going to help you on your journey in project management. By the way, family, I really, truly appreciate everyone watching today's episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe for more insightful project management and personal development information. I also have a bi-weekly newsletter that is dropping on January 23rd, 2024. So I hope if you're watching this uh, by then that you have taken the time to sign up. The link uh, is on the homepage as well as I'll pin it to the comments because I'm going to, I really want to change up the game. I want to be able to help people that are looking either to get into this professional project management or improve their skill set uh, in project management. So stay out on, look, on the lookout. I'm going to be dropping some, as, as they will say, some hot fire. Let's move on to point number two. Enhance your organizational skill set. Being able to be detail organization, uh, organized. You know, one of the things, too, that I love saying is documentation always, be, always beats conversation. So being able, you can use software for this too as well, family. I've seen people use uh, Jira or Jira, depends on where you're from or how you say it. Uh, Microsoft Project, being able to be detailed about where your project is at and where it should be going and ensuring that you understand the variance uh, nuances when it comes to tracking the particular task and, and understanding when you when you got when your team is getting to a particular mile, milestone. And one of the things that you won't really hear in this thing called uh, that called project management, what I love, which I hope you fall in love with, is that um, when when I say be organized, you may not be the best organized person. But there's certain there's certain systems that you can put in place, and so if you like to know more about those systems that I actually use to help me stay organized as a project manager, leave a comment um, in, in the in the. Um, Leave a comment below and I love to give you some some tips or I'll basically probably just do a video on it to give you some of my organizational tips. And I promise you, family, they're not robust. They're so simple. You, even a caveman can do it. OK, I, you know, I just seen that Geico commercial, so I just had to do that. But anyway, let's move on to point number three. Point number three is cultivate effective communication. Listen, family, you see this book right here behind me, The uh, Magnetic Project Manager. That is one of the components that I actually talk about and I address in that book. Um, The reason why I talk about that, and I'm not talking about, oh, you have to be the most articulated person or you have to be the most, you know, written person. What I'm saying is, is, is family, is that you have to be able to put a clear, concise, uh, 
uh, uh, how should I say this, a clear, concise response to questions that may come up. Or if you have to talk to executive leadership, they're not going to be looking for all the details. They're going to want to know the same things that I keep saying here is where we're at, where we're going and what troubles are, what issues or risks are that we're up against that you think that you may need my help to move. Watch this. I'll use a word in scrum called in impediments. What are the what are the things that maybe you need help with? Is it resource? Is it around resources? Is it around the budget? So basically having that ability to be able to communicate effectively, effectively verbally, as well as in reading and and written and being in written format, not writing some long email, but being able to summarize that email up in bullet points. I love talking in bullet points because the reason why it's, it's very concise, it's straight to the point and it eliminates all of the fluff. I've seen emails that has so much fluff when it comes to a meeting recap and you like, man, you could have left out about 90% of this and just tell me what is actually going on. Moving on to point number four. Point number four, foster teamwork and collaboration. Listen, Collaboration is always what I'm going to stand on. You'll probably hear that throughout the video. If you go do your homework on me, you'll hear me talk about collaborative, being collaborative, creating some type of collaboration uh, approach to leading a project. Reason why, family, when you're collaborative, you have teams helping other teams figure out figure out problems. You have, you have teams that are willing to jump in and, and help, even though I know I got in trouble for this before uh, I got someone left a comment. So I'm going to say it again, even if I get in trouble again of saying that you even can help someone else out in their work. What I mean by helping them out is helping provide proper guidance if they're willing to be collaborative and you have to create a safe environment for people to uh, feel collaborative, for your stakeholders to feel uh to, to feel comfortable because if there's not if there's not a safe place they're not going to want to collaborate because then they're going to feel attacked like you're attacking their intelligence and it's so many other things that i've seen where when collaborative i should just make a video call when collaborative goes wrong because there are times where collaborative collaboration goes wrong where one will pick up more of the work when they shouldn't be picking up the work when the team or that individual i should say should be actually leading that at aspect of things let's move on to point number five develop comprehensive understanding of project me methodologies as well as understanding frameworks listen family Start understanding when you hear terminology like predictive, adaptive, or basically just saying waterfall, uh, scrum, agile. Understand what these frameworks mean and what they do. Reason why is is that because if someone is if if you're about to lead a project. It would, you will be able to say, okay, well, what framework or methodology makes sense for us to use? Because if you use the wrong methodology or framework to lead a particular project, you may you may end up affecting the triple constraints. And we, we all know the triple constraints is schedule, cost, uh, scope, as well as quality. So what we want to do is see what makes sense for this particular project that we're actually leading. Let's move on to point number six. Point number six is what I love, which I'm constantly a work in progress. I am not perfect. I, I will never say I'm the perfect project manager, but what I will say is, is that I am, as we lead into point number six, willing to continuously improve your skills and knowledge, but Here's the conjunction there, being able to apply that knowledge. Please, family, don't just watch these videos and, do not, and don't do anything with the content. 
take this content and go test it out. Go experiment what I'm saying that I actually do in my career. Go and see if it works because if it doesn't work then for what you're doing, then it doesn't apply. So if it doesn't apply, that's fine. Now you got now you have at least a baseline or a foundation to 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 build up from there. So some of the things that I always that I recommend is joining professional groups, joining the uh, newsletter that I'm putting out for you guys is that is a good platform to understand and listen and, and as because I'm going to put it together in a way where it's from beginners to probably either intermediate uh, project managers, you know, basically people that want to join. Uh, into uh, project management and people that are already project managers. I want to keep it in between that zero to five year uh, range due to the fact is I want to help people make that transition and grow in this field. Uh, so joining, like I said, joining professional groups, looking at different forums. I'm also going to create a Facebook group or some type of community. I want to get, I want to create a community of like-minded individuals that are looking to make that transition uh, into this career or are already in this career and just excited about just learning about different things in a, in a very unique disruptive way. Listen, if you haven't known by, by now, I, I love being disruptive in a healthy way and being disruptive to me is finding different ways to do things better. So let's move on to point number seven, be adaptable and flexible. I can't, oh, that's one of those woo moments. Family, listen, the more adaptable and flexible that you are as a project manager, more people are going to want to work with you because you you have a framework or you have a methodology or you have a foundation basically but you but you have the willingness to say if it's not working I'm not going to keep doing the same thing over and over and over. we know what that definition of and if you don't here let me repeat some totals to you what I mean by that is the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting to get different results. So what I'm, what, what we need to do as project manager, we understand or we see something that's not working or the scope is not what, uh, what we're going towards or leading towards. We need to put in a change request. That's why they have a change management board. So again, family, just understand that aspect of being adaptable and flexible because at times you may be going at 100 miles per hour and then there may be times that you are just barely even moving and you have to under you have to have that adaptability and flexibility i love working with people that are adaptable and flexible and they're just not so rigid in the way how things are done or have how they've been done in the past okay i'm about to get on my soapbox so at this time you probably can either click off or you can you can have fun laughing at me going on my soapbox I'm going to say this to you, family. You may have stakeholders that will raise their hand and say, especially if you, I don't care how, how much experience you have, you would constantly hear this. Well, last year, this is how we did it. Or last month or last project, we this is how we did it. But we're not doing it this way this time because this is different. What is a project? Sing it with me. A temporary endeavor. What does it mean, temporary endeavor? That means that it's const, it can be constantly changed. Point number eight. You need to understand, and I should really say, develop a risk management expertise. For me, this is something I'm constantly learning. I'm actually uh, really going to be digging deep uh, into to learning more about risk. I actually am thinking about getting a risk management certification because that is something that you know we don't really focus on as much as we should. You know, when I lead meetings, 
that is the first that is the first agenda topic that I want to talk about. Hey, are there any risk or issues that we need to be aware of? And I'm, I'm looking at my risk log. I'm looking at my issue. I said risk log, my risk register, excuse me. I'm looking at my issue log and making sure that, hey, I'm keeping track and I'm watching these things as they're, as we're progressing along in the project. So that's going to be important, family, when you're leading your, your project. You want to be able to develop that appetite, or I should say that aptitude to be able to, to identify risk with your stakeholder. This is not a silo event. This is not you going in the corner and, and writing down a little rip. No, we do this collectively and collaboratively. Hey, I got, like I said, family, if you stick to the end of this long, here are the two bonuses that I have. Foster culture of of accountability. Accountability is something that you want to be able to hold your team to, the the stakeholders that you're working, as well as yourself. If you said that you're going to send out a communication to update the team of where we're at in the project on a particular day, do it. If you said that you're going to have a one-on-one with a, uh, one of your stakeholders to understand because you, you kind of was feeling like they were quiet and normally they're more talkative and you didn't do, and you need to do it, do it. I'm sounding like, oh boy, you just, I'm, I mean, I guess I'm on my Nikes. I should have wore some Nikes, but I don't have on Nikes. I wish I could raise my foot up so you could see that. But anyway, I digress. The point I'm trying to make, family, is, is that we have to have accountability on both ends. Don't try to beat the system. Don't try to take any shortcuts. Take accountability. You, you're not going to get it right all the time, but even though you don't, that leads me into my last and final point, which is another bonus is continuously learn from these past projects. How could have you, how could have you uh, communicated better to your team? How could have you made your communication more concise? This is something you're going to continuously work on. Here's a tip that I would recommend. If you're a new project manager, start creating videos. You can use your phone, a camera, whatever. You don't even have to post them, but start working on your communication style because you're going to be in front of people and you're going to have to be able to articulate where a, p- a particular project is or projects that you're leading and the good a good place to start off with where I started off with is I started off with a podcast so uh, that's where I, where I started off even though I wasn't really using the podcast I was just using my phone to record and just seeing how I was sounding when I was coming across so family look at doing some of those things I hope these tips and tricks work if there's anything that you're interested in learning more about please leave a comment. I look forward to reading it and I look forward to working with you if, it's, if you're somebody that want to work with me. Until next time, you know my slogan. I'm